Okay, so this is probably the wrong time to bring this up. Josh. Don't yell at me on the podcast I'm not, again. I'm not going to yell. I'm going to ask a question and, and just try to get some clarity on an issue. What did I do? We, I don't think you did anything. I'm just confused. I was going back and listening to some of the older episodes, as you do. And I don't. No, except for Zach. <laughs> Zach. I've never heard an episode. I can't believe I read a book. I, I don't care. We were talking earlier. And we're still glad you're here, though. <laughs> the you. podcast is almost a year old. I can't be held yes. accountable for what I do as a child. Oh, I see. I see. This was so long ago. The statute think... of limitations is up. Ah, okay. That's what you're banking on. So isn't let's it? move on. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been interrupted. Hmm? <laughs> I think you wanted the banter. Just, like, I bet there even isn't anything. <laughs> really? Oh no, I have a thing. Oh no. So remember the episode no. where we were talking about things that we have written? Yeah. And when I listened back over to it, you had a, a, a thought about about my writing, what I've written before. No. And you said with the most conviction <laughs> and anger what? that anyone has ever said anything. What did I say? A completely untrue thing. <laughs> what is it? You were like, I'm so scared. I wish I could play it back, but I'm, I I'm said not doing it in that. anger. Not in anger and like supreme annoyance. You were like, it is the most predictable thing that you always write an Indiana Jones style character. And at the time I was like, what? And I went back and looked. I have literally never written an Indiana Jones style character. That you haven't cut off, uh, cut out of the book. That I've ever. never written that before. But you were so I got angry. Even as you say it, I believe it. It was completely <laughs> unjustified. You were like, oh, it's so predictable and so annoying. And it doesn't exist. I'll have to get back to you after a moment. Wait, okay, all right. So the things that you know that I've written, I wrote the, the medieval murder mystery. Where would an Indiana Jones character fit in there? Knight of the... N- no. Dragon? Are you thinking more of, like, the attitude? And yeah, less yeah. Of, like, the whip. He doesn't have a hat. Flailing, more like a flailing. Harrison Ford kind of guy. I have never written a Harrison Ford type kind of guy. Well, and the one, the new one that I was writing that you haven't even read, the archaeologist was a woman. Female Indiana Jones. Indiana Net Jones. <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> Indiana Net Jane. Annette Jones. <laughs> I I don't want to stand by it. The but the, I have to the, now. the steampunk epic had oh. had like extremely it, no the the male characters one of them was based on Andrew Lee Potts. And one of them was based on Zach. No who is Indiana Jones. <laughs> I am Harrison Ford. Right, we are so to break it to you. Stop pointing angrily. Kid. <laughs> So anyway, I just thought it was important okay. for you to know. Not that Give you me were seven wrong. episodes and I'll apologize for it. <laughs> just the fact that you were so annoyed and I'm like, that's not even a thing. I might be right. It's like being so annoyed about how much it's rained today and it's been sunny. Well, the humidity is it's moisture in the air. Oh my gosh. That counts. <laughs> I got back. I'm going to talk to the people on the other side of the table now. Okay. I'm with Josh. What? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I have been betrayed. I think you've just been. I think you're just ignoring them. Those characters. The the other one, like the main male character, and the other one that was the sequel to the one that you never read. And I should bear should say that okay. none of these have ever been finished. I have so much description based, in that sentence. <laughs> was based on your brother. Who is so Indiana Jonesy? Which one? O M G. Which one that is? Which episode? Which, where they guest starring? Which brother? 
The blonde one. None of them. Uh, <laughs> he has a leather jacket. <laughs> he does not. He's got a spider on him. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Don't Drink the Tea. And I get the Christy podcast where I lie and get called out for it. I'm Josh. I'm Charlotte. I'm Zach. I'm Aaron. I'm Lauren. Yay! They're back! Yay! Awesome guest stars from way back on uh, Murder of Roger Ackroyd. I don't remember what episode number that was, you? We either did something right, or you guys have just reached the bottom of the barrel for guest hosts. <laughs> we've run out of ideas. Yeah. I was thinking about this. Is this the first time that we've had a returning guest? Yes. All right, Ooh. yes. We haven't had a guest feel? star in decades. Extra special. <laughs> Extra special now. And Ooh. by far, you guys are so far... My favorites. Wow! <laughs> All the other guest stars listen. <laughs> but will you no, say I that like when they're on too. here? Too. I like yes, not oh, yeah. as much. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. So they read a book. And we're going to talk about it. That's kind yeah, of the concept yeah, yeah. of the podcast. That's so how this works. Four out of five have read the book, right? <laughs> well, that's how it works. Yeah, you should have read it, Lauren. Really. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. We won't point You're it. You're yeah. <laughs> No judging. <laughs> So, um, today's episode is about Murder at the Vicarage, the next book that we're reading. Why don't you talk, tell we've a little about about We've this done book. did Reddit. <clears throat> Fun yeah. fact, I didn't know what a vicarage was. Oh, okay. So you learned yep. something. I did. Do you know now? Jo- Josh was in the middle of explaining <laughs> the book, and I said, Josh, can I stop you for a second? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I'm like, what on earth is a vicarage? Because <laughs> it really plays into what this is about. <laughs> I mean, a murder happens at it. So and he's like, yeah, and at the vicarage. And the vicar. And the vicar. And I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> if you would have just made something up. So would you like to explain to our listeners who may or may not know what a vicarage is? No. Define it. <laughs> <laughs> that party must have zoned out for That to the end. Well, Lauren, you are very good with words and always looking up definitions the queen and of knowing definitions. these things yes she so is. probably because i don't know anything so i'm like zach i was like what is the vicarage i'm sure it's just a place i'll figure it out as, as i read the book did you figure I was it like, out oh it's this churchy place <laughs> it's true it's perfect it's like a thing where people go to and worship is that just a british thing i don't know because i've never vicarage Vicarage. There you go. I've never Vicarage. heard it in like an uh, old time American thing. I've here I've heard, heard a parsonage where yeah, you know, yeah, church that you would hear that feels you know, the, the preacher will live in. Feels more that feels like a more of an American expression. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe that's why, and then we wouldn't have heard about it. A modern. Yeah, audience. I guess it was a Church of England kind of thing. Yeah. So so well, we are a little older and a little wiser now. Mm. We've learned mm. so much already. But you knew what a vicarage was, don't you? No. How did you learn? What were you exposed to? <laughs> British culture. Oh, so cultured. That's why he's here. Teach me your ways. <laughs> so this is this. You've read a few Agatha Christie books, or I don't know how many now. Yeah, we've read what six or seven mm. at this point. Oh wow! And this yeah. is the most recent that you've read. This is. Yeah, we just finished this one okay. uh, this past week. So we're interesting to hear how it ranks with the other ones. Yeah. Charlotte, tell Josh. us. Hi. Tell us about why this book is unique in the Agatha Christie canon. This is the very first appearance of Miss Marple. Oh, Miss Marple. Miss Jane Marple. Correct. That's a big deal. Do you think she introduces herself like James Bond? Marple. The name's Marple. Jane Marple. Jane Marple. 
As she's knitting. Yeah. <laughs> what drink does she ask for? She has a license to knit. <laughs> Damn it! And she's peering over the roses in her garden. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Jane Marple. <laughs> and so Agatha Christie based Jane Marple on who did she say it was her? Uh, was it her aunt? I should have wrote this down. Actually, don't know that. It was an old relative, like yeah. aunt, grandma. What she based her on aunts, and then she also based it off of one of the characters from Roger Ackroyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off of uh, uh, Carolyn, the uh, oh, the sister, right? The sister. Really? Yeah. yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. So it's full circle wow. with you guys coming back. Aaron yeah. dug deep. Yeah. <laughs> it always makes us look That's bad. Impressive. Got to bring something to this party. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh brought his notebook, but Completely it's blank. <laughs> We're going to fill it in. It's all up here. (laughs) I read this book a while ago, unfortunately. So after Poirot, Marple is probably her best known character. Reoccurring Even though she's only, she was only in uh, like 12 books, I think. And then a handful of short stories. But she's pretty popular in in pop culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I read that it was one of, uh, one of her most beloved creations yeah like a lot of people had and we were just talking about that before we pushed play um that (laughs) it's a good book (laughs) the smell of a good book (laughs) i just can't beat new books now it's true this is pretty old but and i rode around in the trunk of my car for a while and end up mysteriously at zach's house Uh, i don't know how i didn't read it it's been around (laughs) but yeah you were saying that uh Marble books are strangely addicting. Like, you're not sure why you're going to read another one, but you do enjoy them. Is that how you felt? Uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually thought I wasn't going to like this book because okay. when I, I had never, had never read anything with Miss Marple in it, and I thought this was going to be kind of like uh, Murder She Wrote. Uh, I expected oh, it to be like oh, Miss Marple yeah. with Angela Lansbury. She's getting involved with other people's lives. Who has played Miss Marple before? Yeah. Miss Nosy. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the definition of the cozy mystery, mm-hmm. and that's why it feels, it feels like a warm, fuzzy grandma. Reading at grandma's house next to the fire feeling. It's the grandma you that you want armchair. you like to yeah. think that your your grandma is. Like yeah. your grandma right. solves crimes. She grows on you. Yeah. She does, but I'm surprised that she's so beloved, at least it she must be more likable in future installments and in future books. I don't know. I, I she wasn't really get featured that. much in this one, no, to be honest. It's not yeah, it's pretty limited what where she appears in this one. Yeah, the benefit of hindsight everybody looks back and it's like oh this is the first miss marple book but you mm-hmm. would i don't think you ever would have marketed it back then as a miss marple novel because she was like a, a minor character yeah 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 in the tv tv series that's all they focus on is miss marple true and so we tried to uh watch the free version on some the pbs free version. website <laughs> <laughs> was it blurry and i was like it was and it was old they're not focusing on the characters like they do in the book yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it was all about miss marple i was like yeah this is not the book that i read no yeah and yeah that was a question that i had um did anybody watch the bbc one i watched the the 2000 like five yeah one a couple weeks like ago. Like the, the ones with like the big production value. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I you watched, guys that. watch no, that one? No, okay. we watched an older one and okay. they actually changed the ending to it. It, oh. uh, oh. it didn't, they eliminated some characters. It was pretty mm. different from uh, what, what the book was. Better or worse? Worse. Oh, okay. Much all worse. around. Yeah. yeah. All around. Yeah. Who played Miss Marvel? 
Um, was that Joan Hickson? I think it was. From the 80s. Okay. She's I've never seen incredibly that old. Incredibly old. Okay. <laughs> what if she's still kicking? She's still she's hanging probably around. probably. She was 300 back in the 90s. So. Yeah. <laughs> the one I watched was pretty faithful to the, the book, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it was that good. And but. comparing the, the BBC Marbles or the ITV, whichever one it was, to the Poirot's, the marbles were pretty weak, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. In in general, but like the a highlight, I thought they did this one pretty well. If you mm. guys um, ever do like a thirty day trial to Hulu, it's oh. on there, and I would yeah, recommend yeah. watching that one and probably none of the others. <laughs> I yeah. just uh, downloaded Hulu. Good job, <laughs> product placement. Oh, thanks, Hulu. Thanks, Hulu. Thanks to our sponsor. Please give us money. <laughs> but yeah, I hate your advertisements. <laughs> this book is uh. Stop showing me Uber ads. <laughs> I had to get that out. I'm sorry. Hey, it's Uber. <laughs> this book is narrated by the vicar, because later on, I can't. Certain books eventually are like mostly told from her perspective, but mm-hmm. this one, you're getting a view of Miss Marple from. The vicar, just like you get a view of Poirot from Hastings, from mm-hmm. Doctor, which was amazing, and mm-hmm. that's why it annoyed me in the TV series. Right, it was from Miss Marple, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I liked the vantage point of or the vantage. The mm-hmm. yeah, you're correct. <laughs> the person that was looking at the scene, yeah. figuring things out. The POV, person, yeah, okay. which is important vicarage, to that yeah. character. Yeah, mm-hmm. un- uh, underestimating her as a as a crazy old lady. Which, tell me what you guys think about this, because the last time you were here we were reading Roger Ackroyd. I felt that this one almost followed the same line, because of the first person narrative and you didn't know what he was doing. I felt nostalgic for Roger Ackroyd. Yeah, there were similarities. Yeah. Yes. And we even commented to each other mm-hmm. about that. Oh, um, good. We've read several in between, because Roger Ackroyd was the first mm-hmm. um, Agatha Christie book that, well, maybe second one that I read. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one felt a lot like it, but uh, it was it was good. I I actually was impressed by it, and there were several aspects that uh, that that as we went through, I I really liked how it was laid out, how things were revealed. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of red herrings in it that took mm-hmm. you down different paths mm-hmm. that were complete dead ends. And, mm-hmm. um, with Agatha Christie's books, I can never guess or figure out <laughs> how the crime was committed or who the murderer was, and this one was no exception. I thought yeah. I had it all figured out, and then I get part of the way into the book, and I'm lost from there on out. So. <laughs> I knew something pretty big. It really in the beginning. She did, and it right annoyed away. me so like, much. Like, 14 pages yeah. in, like, she, I know this person's that. Yep. Oh, nice. Like, done. <laughs> and it tr- came out to be true, but it wasn't anything to do with, like, oh, directly the, the actual yeah. murder. Um, murder. Yeah, she was good at picking out the subplots and what ah. was going to happen with this. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's great. Yeah, I like the similarities that you've done. That's also something I want to talk about whenever we're talking about it, is the way, the, the what would you say, the rhythm that this is written yeah. in was, like... It's, it starts out so straightforward. It's a simple premise. There's like, okay, here's your five or six suspects. You pretty much know where this is going and where it's not going. And then these little tiny... It was like she was throwing out breadcrumbs of complexity. It was like, oh, you thought you knew this, but now let's make it extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. And then you were... Yeah, like you said, by the two-thirds, you're like a little lost, but you really want to know now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, after the crime happened, and there are a couple of details that were revealed as far as at uh, what was at the scene 
for the clues, then you're hooked and you want to know why this took place or you know mm -hmm. how how could things actually happen mm -hmm. yeah the pacing was really well <laughs> set just the time that you were getting comfortable she's like oh by the way this person was lying or this fact that you had mm -hmm. is completely false yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we should probably talk about what the book is about yeah hmm. sum up um, yes we have a sound effect for that and i never leave time for it so let's have the very nice. Because when I go back, really to, that long. You a moment of when I go back for the summer. When I go back to, I, I like to edit it in, and it'd be nice. It's really nice when there's a moment of silence just to throw it there. But a lot of the times there is no moment of silence, and I, I have to just cut what we're talking about because never, there's never any moment of silence in these in these shows. Moments like so. So here's the uh, the idea I had uh, for Zach presenting the plot oh, to no. us. We'll have Zach do a quick rapid plot and then we'll talk a little bit more about it <laughs> one of the best things about this book <laughs> oh i need a volunteer i need someone to like play another part of this what's going on <laughs> <laughs> i hardly remember the, the premise he told me to this hours ago i vote aaron aaron all right what are we doing okay 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> so i want you to put yourself in saint mary mead okay uh, as a butterfly. That is, that is oh, nice. No. Hey, this is an improv class. <laughs> Josh didn't tell me any of their names, so I ha I don't know who that That's is. That's the town. It's not a person. Not <laughs> His name is not Mary. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> well. All right. Just, Hello, there. my name is Saint Mary. I'm a man. So <laughs> I wanted to give him uh, wiggle room here, obviously. So I didn't tell him. Because the plot is so simple to this, and that is one of its strongest points. It's just like Roger Ackroyd, the setup is really simple. Okay, so God died. So Aaron, I did it. You can you could be a, really any character you like. What? Let's give this is like whose line is it anyway? Let's give Aaron a profession. Aaron, <laughs> it's the 1930s. Aaron is visiting Saint Mary Mead. He is a a what, Lauren? What? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is Aaron's profession? Yeah, not in real Gosh. life. Ar architect. Oh. He's always wanted to pretend to be an architect. Oh, I, I mean, I wish architect. he was. <laughs> okay, so Aaron, you're an architect, and you've come to St. Mary Mead, and you want to build a shopping mall. Okay. Wow. A strip mall in, a, in the 1930s tiny village, population seven, and they just killed somebody. <laughs> Anyway, so you you come into the town, and you're talking to the mayor, and he's all, or whatever they would have, the village chief, I don't know, the <laughs> leader of the village. He's like, oh, if you're going to want to know anything about St. Mary Me, there's one person you've got to talk to. Because these books are so gossipy, you've always got the little old lady down the lane yes. who knows everything about everything. <laughs> I'm going to assume I'm the little old lady. So, we got to visit a little old lady whose name should be... No. Uh, Phyllis. Phyllis. <laughs> we need to go talk to Mrs. Phyllis. Oh, <laughs> oh dearie. Fascinating. Phyllis. Oh. Phyllis Bird Snatcher. Phyllis Bird Snatcher. Take it away. Phyllis Bird Snatcher. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Phyllis Bird Snatcher. I really want to build a fantastic shopping mall in the middle of St. Mary Mead. Wow. <laughs> Whose house should I tear down in order to get this done? We'll just, you know, eminent domain. We'll take it. Uh, where, where, where would be the best place to really centralize this building? <laughs> well, I know so much about the town. <laughs> So, if I had to say, I would guess, hmm, I'm really radical, so I'm going to tear down the vicarage. Oh, 
good location. <laughs> yeah, everybody already knows where it is. <laughs> you won't have to advertise it. Everyone will just go there thinking it's still the vicarage. They're still used to going there every week. Just walk and be like, wow, look at these prices. Now, Ethel, you might want to wait to tear down the vicarage in light of what's just happened in the village. Oh, that's right. Why don't you tell the good man? Yeah, your husband, Mr. Bird. Mr. Bird Snatcher, I'm going to go out and buy us some crumpets. You tell the good man about the local gossip. Well, pretty soon we'll have a new place to buy crumpets. <laughs> the strip mall. I guess. Now, will the murder interfere with... Uh, what murder? With, I didn't say there was a murder. Well, I think he's guilty now. <laughs> Been hearing some things. <laughs> Alright, let me drop the gas. <laughs> Spill that tea, Ethel, I'm out. I will, Herbert. <laughs> like, love you, dear. Love you, too. <laughs> now, where was I? Oh, yes. I'm gonna tell you, there was a cast of crazy characters in this town. There was Old Man Vicar. <laughs> Is that a priest? It's like a priest. A yeah, church official, yes. Is that a ghost? <laughs> Sorry! That's the help. I'm back! I need some. I need a tuppence for the crumpet, Ethel. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Never mind. She's going a bit. Please forgive me. She's going a bit soon. Anyway. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. There's the vicar, the vicar's wife, but she is a little, ooh, little floozy. I'll tell you that right now, eh? And awfully young. <laughs> you already know. I think somebody's been looking. <laughs> no, I'm confused by them, because you know what? He's pretty old, I guess. And uh, there was this other guy. His name was Colonel Sanders. I don't remember who he was. It's brother, oh dear, and your voice has gotten slightly deeper. <laughs> I've been drinking. <laughs> You're starting to sound like me and look like me after each day. That's what Mary did. Your Colonel died. How he died, I don't know. But it was murder. I'm really drawn. I think that's here. good, dear. <laughs> Someone died. Who knows how? You know, I've changed my mind. I'm going to build a strip mall good. in the next town. Yes, very good call. Very that good call. <laughs> very nice. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> get some that of that. So Got to get some of that in post. <laughs> so let's have a recap in case we didn't get that. Yeah. <clears throat> so the story. The story is narrated by the vicar and his uh, much younger, much more attractive wife. Yeah, she's 20 years younger than him. Ooh. How old do you think he is? Well, he's 20 years be... older than she is. Yeah, yeah she was... Uh... Well, how old do you think she is? She's, she's 25. She's 25. So okay, that yeah, yeah, yeah. 45. Uh -huh. And at the beginning, uh, is it him that says that he'd be doing the world a favor or a service if yeah. he was to kill Colonel The narrator, Rodero. the vicar, yes. Because he's a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Bad to everybody. Early from the get-go. Yeah. The world will be better off without him. Do we ever actually come in contact with him in the book? As the reader. Yeah. With like, Colonel? first person? Eventually, right? It takes a while, though. It's at dinner, Josh. <laughs> what? They, right? He has a conversation. The vicar has a conversation. Later with on. Him. Yeah, page yeah. 20 I thought, something. Okay, I thought it was always told. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. you mean like he was just referenced? I think, so right. was he remembering I thought it took it and a telling while it after? And telling fact. it after. I thought it took a while before you actually met the colonel, but I might be getting that wrong. Page 28, they had a conversation. Direct conversation. Okay. okay. Yes. Sorry. My bad. And uh, he's married to, what do we say? Anne? Anne. Anne. And then you got like the, the cool guy in town, the artist, who is painting their daughter or... Uh, and stepdaughter Latisse, and he's the youngest guy in town. So it's mm-hmm. everybody's. Yeah, well, there's only six, <laughs> and it's everybody's talking about it. But you know, Miss Marple has her own ideas about what's mm. going on there. Somebody take take over from her. And the uh, Please, our first. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> we haven't recovered from the last time. The first mention of Miss Marple is on page ten when the vicar's wife was having a. A tea for yeah. all the old ladies, and she did that on a regular basis because she felt like it was her obligation as the the vicar's wife. Mm-hmm. And so they were just she was Miss Marple was just one of the many old ladies that they described that were there. And uh, yeah, uh, the vicar says I shook hands all round and sat down between Miss Marple and Miss Weatherby. Miss Marple is a white-haired old lady with a gentle, appealing manner. Miss Weatherby is a mixture of vinegar and gush. <laughs> Of the two, Miss Marple is much the more dangerous. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that is our introduction yeah. on page 10. Not too to much fanfare. Like, uh, you kind of wonder at the moment, did, had she already decided this is going to be somebody that I'm bringing back? Or yeah. What, what was her mindset? Are there any she, Was on she that? planning on, like, a, a cinematic universe of Miss Marple? Or was this a one-off? Yeah, is there any, are there any facts on Not that, that I know of. Okay. No, Aaron's the expert. Nothing that I read. <laughs> Just she was so well received that later she started to I write. I guess so. And by the end, I think you, you like Miss Marple more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But there's so little about her, first off. And, and she seems very direct, very nosy. That's... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, just someone who's in everybody's business, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. the the townspeople don't really like her. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a kind of like the that she's like a, a little baddie because yeah. she'll talking to her. She'll always say, "This is just like what happened to my maid, my uncle," and tell some story that doesn't seem to be connected at all. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what she always does, and that's how she seems to know so much about. People, it always human connects, nature. though, yeah. which I think Ariadne Oliver did that later, but was a little bit more mm. batty yeah, than yeah, yeah, Miss yeah, Marvel. Yeah. yeah, but everybody's like, "Oh, she's old." Yeah, but she she's, has a she very negative that. view on people. She's very cynical. That yeah. oh, if something's going on, it's going to be bad. In, yeah, like this other situation that mm-hmm. she saw. That's a line, yeah. isn't it? I always, I always think the worst. I always assume the worst is happening. Something mm-hmm. like that is one of the famous mm-hmm. lines from Miss Marvel, and she's like, "And I'm usually right." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, does she, is she the one that, that says something about that she thinks there's something going on between the artist and the colonel's wife? Or is that when the vicar discovers she it first? She insinuates it. She insinuates yeah, yeah, it. She doesn't yeah, come out and say she it. She looks yeah. at Anne like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, you. She knows what's going on. And then the vicar later on uh, catches them like whispering sweet nothings to each other. Yeah, because I don't know if this got mentioned in the uh, whatever that was that was <laughs> happening a little bit earlier. It's called Archer. That everyone in town thought that it was they put the artist and the and the daughter the right, together. Right, because he was yeah, painting Latisse her. And, yeah. and her. Really, because I put the artist and the vicar's wife. Together. <laughs> oh, that's right. But that he was happened. painting her too. That was that was uh, mentioned briefly. Yeah. Because but that's was, what the vicar thought that Miss Marple was insinuating, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miss Marple was the only one who actually knew yeah. that it was the artist and Prothero's wife yes. that were a couple. Yeah. And so then, and then uh, Pro- uh, Prothero makes the uh, the big announcement about something wrong with the uh, church funds. Yeah. Something's mm-hmm. out of balance there. 
that or, one of the little old ladies, uh, which one was it? Miss, uh, what was her name? Miss, I can't separate the ones that aren't Miss Marple from each other. <laughs> Miss Price or... Price Ridley, yes. Price yes. Ridley yes. noticed yes. that uh, she gave a donation yeah. and the denomination that she gave of the bill was not listed mm-hmm. on the register. Right. So she started asking questions and mm-hmm. the colonel's going to look into that. Yeah. Yeah. And so he goes to the vicarage. Uh, which, just to kind of give you, like, I think a nice visual of Colonel Prothero, because he's important, but not. Played as by a, Derek as Jacoby in the one I watched, which is by very Derek interesting. Jacoby. Yes, he did such a good job. he's always, like, the little meek, little square-headed guy. He was in the new Murder on the Orient Express as the butler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he played an excellent Colonel Prothero. Yeah. He didn't oversell it. He was... Unlikable, but still hateable, but say? relatable. Kind of, I guess. Yeah, believable. Thank this you. This was a real person that you were watching, not a monster. She had a stroke. <laughs> One of many. And so he went to the vicarage to meet with the vicar, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To discuss this, and he is found shot, dead. In, in, the, in the back of the head. In the back of the head. So he couldn't. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm feeling better. And so everybody's like, "Oh, what's going on?" Uh, and then after that, what happens? When after the police come into town? Oh, Inspector Slack. Yeah, he comes to investigate. And Good old he, Slack. He is a great character. <laughs> You hate him, but, <laughs> but I loved him. Was he the one that the vicar was like, I'm sorry, I can't stand you? Yes. Like, okay. Yeah. He like, tried to make his life more difficult. Yeah. He did. Yeah. yeah. And the, the vicar kept trying to tell him things, but he would never listen to it. That's the same right. one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, he was always just like on it. Well, this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. And the vicar's like, but, 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 but. Because he can't get out to him what he knows. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, you know what? I'm not telling you. Right. And so after that, the next major plot point, who confesses? Who confessed first? Lawrence Redding okay. confesses first because okay. it's that night. The investigation's going on and it gets around town that he has gone to the police station to confess yeah. to the murder. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because he was, as far as you know when you're reading it, he was the person who found the body. Yes. Right. So then he confesses. Right. And then somebody else confesses. And that is <laughs> the colonel's wife. And um, They um. both confess to the murder separately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I did it. No, I did it. And so, obviously, everybody's like, huh? But, but that's not a, exactly where it gets, like, the real complexity. Right. It's after that, which is kind of fun. And once they both confess, there's, like, the understanding that, they, that they're both trying to they're, save each other. They are. Because they yeah. both think the other one had did it. But they were both... And then they were both cleared. Yeah. Which I don't think gives by everything other. away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so, that's whenever, whenever they, like, the meat of the investigation comes on and Miss Marble keeps popping up and little scenes and saying things to the vicar or to is she ever with Slack? I don't know if she's ever with Slack. I think he she says things to people and then it connects. Yeah, yeah. she gets the information by what by being out in her garden and watching people. Yeah. Um by I just talking happened to be watching this bird. <laughs> yeah. And it was in my line of sight. <laughs> <laughs> and I had high powered binoculars for the <laughs> Yeah, through the gossip of the town, but she's getting a lot of information from the vicar mm-hmm. and being able to piece things together. Mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting part as how because as an older woman she would never have access to 
yeah. the investigation itself or the police would never confide in her. Mm-hmm. Right. So the vicar allows her to be able to put everything together at the end. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, he, he, she kind of worked him as a source. Yeah, it's realistic right. how she gets her information. It's not like she's they let her go into a room with a dead body, like very murder she wrote, or that the mm-hmm. police are giving her all this crucial information that even the public wouldn't have. She gets it on a very believable way that an mm-hmm. old lady could That's gather true. information and yeah. figure something now, out. I don't know if she... I thought she had a scene with Slack at some point, but in Chapter 9, um, she did... It was because there was Colonel Melchett, who was, like, yeah, <laughs> there. I mean, I, I guess he had a purpose, but... Anyway, she had a scene with him, and it, the vicar said, "For all her fragile appearance, Miss Marpable, Miss Marpable, <laughs> quite Marpable, you are. Miss Marpable is is capable of holding her own with any policeman or chief constable in existence." Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was good. But I liked how the evidence that because um, uh, Anne and Lawrence both confess, but the evidence that's given to you in the book and what the police already know, they know by the timeline that neither of them could yeah. have done it. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what confused me because I thought, oh, well, you know, it's it's got to be one of these two. And then mm-hmm. they're immediately ruled out mm-hmm. right from the yeah. beginning. And mm-hmm. then it's sent you spinning from there. <laughs> yeah, and then minor characters, you had the someone else who worked at the church, like the substitute vicar. I'm not sure what vicar his name Jr. was. Yeah. Vicar Jr. Uh, what was his name? Was Hayes? Hay- Hawes or Hawes. Hayes? Hawes? It might have been Hawes. Yeah, the, the Hawes Hayes. Fellow. Hey, Hawes. Yeah. <laughs> Hee-haw. He was Which there. was played by... Mark Gaddis. Yes. Yes. That I Marcus, recall. yes? Mar- Mark Gaddis? Mark Gaddis? Gaddis, I think. Yeah. Mark Gaddis. Mark G. Uh, who plays Mycroft on yeah. the Benedict Cumberbatch version of Sherlock and okay. also wrote quite a bit of Doctor Who, correct? Yes. Yep. Along with Stephen Moffat. Right, yes. He he played uh, Hee Haw. He was in Hee Haw. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some things that we want to talk about, not about the plot now, about the the style, the book, things you liked or didn't like about the book? Hmm. <clears throat> uh, I, the one I already mentioned was uh, how Miss Marple was actually able to solve the case. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was good, and it kept you it kept you guessing throughout. It slowly revealed more and more information to the reader, um, mm-hmm. but it was so much and threw you in so many different directions that uh, it kept you interested. It, it gave you enough to keep leading you in the what you thought was the right direction, but by the time you get to the end, it's, yeah, <laughs> you probably didn't guess how it was going to end. But there were no loose ends. I like that, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In addition to what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It all, all comes together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it really had a happy ending. It's not like some of the Christie books where you get to the end and like, oh, well, so that's how it all wrapped up. Mm-hmm. This one. Yeah, Miss Marvel didn't tell anybody, tell anybody to go, go kill themselves yeah, or anything. Yeah, <laughs> dark yeah. it was a little lighter than some of the previous stuff that we just covered, like Giant's yeah. Bread and... It's a nice break from that. Mr. Mm-hmm. Stinking Quinn. Yeah, Miss Marvel wasn't on a boat and she was like resting on a wardrobe. While Slack, you know, giant spread when they were on the boat. Oh, the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're looking at me like I was crazy. I knew I was the only sane one here. <laughs> I really like the, like we t- you talked about Murder of Roger Ackroyd, the similar style. This, the simplicity of it. Like, they give you such a simple plot and then simple characters around it that all have these motives. And then the loose ends in the middle... And then they all come together and then a simple solution mm-hmm. that doesn't take forever to sum up because mm-hmm. it makes total sense. And that's her best work is when it is a simple story 
with with complexity and depth, but it's simple at its core. Yeah. And at least one character that you can't stand. That's Always. flighty and blonde and... Ugh. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Not your blonde. Your blonde's acceptable. Oh, thank you. Thank but you. But a Lynette Ridgeway reference. Oh! When yeah, we get to the Death on the Nile. Yeah. Deep! We got a ways there. Deep, yeah. yeah. But you guys will be back <laughs> Who's for Who's your flighty one? blonde from this book? Lettuce? Lettuce. <laughs> lettuce? You're not, our, you're not our lettuce. Yeah. Who, me? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're our Miss. You're our Miss Price. You're my Ridley. Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I like Jackie much better. Yeah, yeah. We're getting ahead. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, lettuce leaf was so <laughs> whitey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, I don't know where I left my yellow hat, <laughs> my beret, whatever it's called. Was it a hat? <laughs> I don't know. It might have been a shoe. Anyway, I was wearing it on my head. No way. She was smart enough to do it. <laughs> Which made you go, oh, maybe she did do uh-huh. it, right? But then, and then to add on top of the like the mystery about her, like maybe she did do it, was when you realized she's deceiving people. She wants people to think she's flighty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She actually has some brains, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our man, that's like a double twist. <laughs> I was really stupid all along. <laughs> I only tricked you to think I was smart. Yeah, because she plants evidence at some mm-hmm. point she in does. the story. Yeah, not to tell against two, but yeah. To she frame does. one of the other suspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which locked in for me, like, it's her, but I was oh. wrong. <laughs> so that was your, uh, that yeah. was your theory? That was yeah. Like, that it was lettuce. I think that that's acceptable. That's so wrong. <laughs> Alternate ending. It's got to be yeah. that Lynette reference girl. <laughs> Anytime there's a ditzy blonde, Lynette, she wants... In real life, too. Any yeah. Ditzy yeah. Lynette, is the, to Lynette is the ditzy blonde from Death on the Nile. Yeah. A much more important ditzy blonde. Mm-hmm. Who's played by... Who's going to be played... Blunt Emily Blunt in the, in the TV show, and in the new one is going to be played by Wonder know. Woman. Yeah. Gal Gadot. Oh, yeah, Gal yes, Gadot. because I completely, I completely disagree with that. She should have been Jackie. Gal Gadot should have been. We'll Jackie. give her a chance. No, we. I don't like her as an actress. So for her to play a hated character like oh. Lynette, I think that's perfect. <laughs> Who was Lynette? She will do a good job. But Peter, uh, if anybody that dies, you're okay with that, right? <laughs> who was she in what? In the Peter, Huston, the original, the big cast. Oh, one. I know who she is, but I don't. Because Mia, Mia she Farrow has was a lot of teeth. <laughs> too many teeth. Like, it was Donkey from Shrek. Nice. That's a, that's a good thing. Mia Farrow was uh, <laughs> was not in that was movie. Jacqueline. She was no, Jackie. She was Jacqueline. Oh, okay. Mia yes. Farrow was Jackie. I don't remember who. And she did a pretty good job. We're talking so much about Lena. Not even in this book. Just one more mention about this. If the movie that comes out, The Death on the Nile, is financially successful, Kenneth Branagh said that he's going to make the Agatha Christie cinematic universe. So we'll have even more. I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah. Murder on the Orient Express was a success. Yeah. So now that he's making Death on the Nile. If this one's good, it's green light for at least two more pictures. There's like little what do you think they'll be? Coming off my head we, right now. <laughs> I don't know. We have to like go multiple times then to make sure the, that to make like, sure this this goes. I buy like the whole theater every time I go. Well, what book should come next? What should he make after? He's that? a big fan of her work, but I don't know what would yeah. be. Ch- Chosen Ooh, Evil in the Sun. Yeah, after Death on the Nile, what would It'd be you nice do? if it was one that, because Murder on the Right Express and Death on the Nile have both been made so many times, it'd be nice if he made one that hadn't been made. Oh, they but the just problem is, is that they do all of them. They just did the ABC murders on, yeah. on Crooked House. the other thing. Well, he's <laughs> playing Poirot 
in those, so it'd probably be it would be a Poirot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've all been. But all he, of them he would name. maybe direct a Marple or some another he, a standalone book, right. maybe. And who will play wow. Miss Marple? Betty White. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never seen Angela Lansbury play Miss Marple. I couldn't it find it. I looked everywhere. She it wasn't bad as Miss Marple. She was just kind of a British um, Jessica. What's her name? She wrote a character named Fletcher. Oh yeah, <laughs> you should know it was Jessica Fletcher. Well, just yes. because it fills my DVR doesn't mean it fills my mind. <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> uh, just yeah, she Which, kind of just played that, and the movie itself was terrible. But she didn't do okay. a bad job. Yeah, but, uh, Murder She Wrote is a little weak. But speaking of Death on the Nile, if if you ever watched the Peter Ustinov one, have you? No, we have not. Angela Lansbury plays the drunk writer. Okay. Perfection. Like, she is amazing. There's so many big names in that. Yes. Betty Davis. They all did a really good job. Maggie Smith. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, She just is amazing in that. You should watch it, yeah. Yeah. And we can have you back for the book and the bonus movie episode. (laughs) Yeah. Because it should be out by then. Because that's way down the pike. Yeah, yeah. Down. Death on the Nile is number... Let me check my handy list! <laughs> Death on the Nile. Was... Somebody talk. So, back to Miss Marple. What about, what about 33, the number covers? 33. 33. Yes, this is a good time oh, for this yeah. book cover because I just... I have to talk about this one. <laughs> I said, Aaron, oh, look, there's going to be a cat in the book. <laughs> that is total false advertising. There was no cat anywhere in this story. Is that why me? you picked it up to read it? It is, and I'm very upset. I even started reading it. I, I thought that was a dream catcher. That's a quatch. Uh-huh. There's a bloody knife, but, but you know, <laughs> the colonel was killed. Yeah, he was shot. <laughs> yeah. So, but there is, you know, a note that mm. did show up into the story. Mm. And a uh, slashed picture, which was also in the story. But, but very, very briefly, like yeah, an afterthought. Very, what made him decide? And it wasn't yeah. a pocket watch, it was like a mantle clock. Yeah, it was a clock. Do you anyway, think it might ahead. be a mink? Because several people, or at least multiple times, like someone's referenced as being minxy. Like a mink. Or the old ladies being catty. And yeah. Oh, the old and tabby, they called them. Okay. What, is your, what does your cover look like? Yeah, it's going to have like a, like a squad of old ladies. <laughs> Do you like, <laughs> look like the Avengers? <laughs> Avengers Assemble! Do you like uh, Josh's book cover better? That yes. is much better. I love it. I mean, look, it's open to an interpretation. I did so take, amazing. I took off the, the dust cover because like I said, it's, this has been through, it went around the world. But it's just, it's a really cool green color. And this little square here is the vicarage looking ominous with dark clouds, but the rest of it is like a, a dark green. And mine is the silhouette of an old lady with a hat and an umbrella. Um, and in the shading of it is a, <laughs> a collar, like a, 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 a vicar's collar, a gun. Yeah, why was there a bloody knife? That's so funny. Um, that silhouette doesn't have enough wrinkles for it to be. And paintbrushes. <laughs> they talk about yeah. being stabbed in the back in the book. Like, there's moments that I was True. like, maybe they're stretching it. Maybe they just, like, look for words in the book. Did they just scanned it? it? Yeah, they didn't read it. They just, like, okay, if it's... The illustrator the- did not read the book. <laughs> Cat, knife. Now, okay, we got it. I don't know if we've now. ever talked about this, but the covers were a big deal to Christy. She wouldn't uh, approve a lot of them. She would not have any, like, pictures of, like drawn pictures of Poirot. She didn't want her characters oh. drawn on the covers or like okay. Poirot or something. And I, I know that, I mean, I don't think that's a rule anymore because there's so many different versions of these books. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, when I like look up about a book, 
it's just regular people reviewing them that like collecting the different covers of them. A lot of them were like scary covers with like skulls or like a bulging eye or something mm-hmm. really weird, scary, and I so they would be eye catching uh, paperbacks like this made to look mm-hmm. much cheaper. And that's kind of the feeling I get from this. Like it, it looks like a much cheaper paperback than the quality of like the book. Like a dime actually. novel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what the feel of that is, rather mm-hmm. than something that's you know not that. And then my copy is actually um, no cover at all. It's actually like, feels like, what is it, leather or whatever on the outside? It's like plush. It's part of an anthology, though. Oh, okay. Yours. But it has like four books in it. Oh, yes. Four Miss Marple books? Yeah. Um, No, they're not all Miss Marple. There's like some are two of Poro, two are standalone. and then one is the Miss Marple. Oh, we can have you back soon, then. Upscale. Um, so should we do our rating? You have more to say? Rating? No, work on rating. No. One thing I have to say, my favorite scene in the whole book was where the vicar is uh, going to be preaching, and mm-hmm. the entire town is pretty much there, and he goes uh, revivalist uh, Southern Baptist mm-hmm. preacher on them. <laughs> he says that typically his services are you know very boring, mm-hmm. they're very straightforward, <laughs> But he gets really emotional into it, and <laughs> he had just had enough. So Aaron read the book before I did, mm-hmm. and he told me about this, and I was like, that piqued my interest. Like, well, now I gotta read it. <laughs> <laughs> and it actually um, turns into part of the story because because he did that, there are events that take place afterwards that true. wrap up some loose ends. Very true. And that was one of the biggest disappointments in the TV series of the G- the PBS '80s TV show. Mm-hmm. There was none of that theatrical... No. Because um, he says that he wanted to... He turned into an actor at that moment, and it didn't come through in the yeah. show, that's for sure. Yeah, lost that. So, uh, the rating that we have, I think we can agree this book is on the upper half of the list, the good books. Mm-hmm. So, what's, what star rating would you guys... We, we do out of five, usually? Yeah. What, what rating would you guys give this book? I give it four out of five. I think it was good enough to definitely recommend to others to read. Yeah. And even mm-hmm. as a starting point, this would be a, a, a good one to get into Agatha Christie. I completely Solid. agree. Yeah. Lauren, what do you think? I'm a love it or hate it girl, so all five. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that ups it a little bit. So <laughs> What about you, Zach? Oh, that's great. I remember so much of it. You have to stop telling me these things so early in the day. <laughs> it was this morning, but okay, I'll try to tell you. start to like... Like 3.30. I'll try, I'll try <laughs> to tell you... Like I'll try to tell you as we walk. As we walk in the door. Um, <laughs> Hours. So... I would say it's better than Mysterious Ferret Styles. Yeah. I would say it's better than Secret of Chimneys. Yes. Is it better than Secret Adversary? It's not as good as The Murder of Roger Ackroyd, right? No. 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 <laughs> Is it as good as The Secret Adversary? I, that was Tommy and Tuppence. I think, oh, it's good in a different yeah. way. They're almost tied. I think I would put it above Secret Adversary. I think it's tighter. Like, Just for the... More solid. I guess. I think the only reason that I would put Secret Adversary above it is just personal preference because I liked the subject matter. Mm. But as far as her work in general, it probably bumped that one. Yeah. Okay, so for those of you who are... Uh, really paying attention to this oh, list. Oh, and they are. <laughs> You're out there. The official ranking is... Greatest is Murder of Roger Ackroyd, Murder at the Vicarage, Secret Adversary, 
Secret of Chimneys, Mysterious Fair Styles, Mystery of the Blue Train, Partners of Crime, Poirot Investigates, Man in the Brown Suit, Giant Spread, Mysterious Mr. Quinn, Murder on the Links, and Absolute Bottom, the big four. <laughs> that is our <laughs> ranking. <laughs> Zach's favorite. And I'd like to say the reason why it pushed it over to five stars for me, from a hate it to love it, is because I thought the whole time that Griselda was being a floozy. Vicar's wife? Oh, yes. uh-huh. like this is the Vicar's yeah. wife. It's like he married a bad one. But <laughs> in the end, it made me love both Miss Marple and Griselda. She's a good oh, character. Yeah. The, that is uh, a wonderful name. Grisella. I know Aaron's, That's fantastic. Aaron's threatening to call me Grizzy for short. <laughs> <laughs> or Grizz. If we have a daughter, Miss Grizz. We're, we're, we're naming her Griselda. And then you make her read the book when she grows up. <laughs> One day you'll be old enough to know your namesake. So can we say, like, what was actually Griselda's yeah, dilemma? Just, yeah, you could call spoilers. Yeah, because you thought you want. she was sneaking around. Yeah. But she yeah. was actually just pregnant and got a baby book, and this marble caught it, and she's like. She catches everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. she happened to be in the bookstore at the same so time. So I'm like, oh great, now Miss Marple's gonna be Miss Nosy, Miss Nosy Body, and she's gonna tell her right, but she doesn't. She says, yeah. "My love to dear Griselda, and tell her that any little secret is quite safe with me." I'm like, <laughs> oh, I like you, Miss Marple. Miss <laughs> Marple returned and baby's day out. Tonight. I didn't. <laughs> I did not know that though. Also, the Vigor and his wife are reoccurring characters. Like oh briefly and briefly in uh, it was four fifty from Paddington and another one that I was like what that happens one that I'd read and I was like oh I never caught that that happens uh, in the Saint Mary Mead uh, books the ones that feature that because uh, Saint Mary <laughs> Mead <laughs> Saint Mary Mead was in something else mind your business right I can't remember <laughs> anyway Zach's uh, very curious about go the for game. it go for it I think we've covered the buck buck. Ready for game? One more thing. One more, One more thing. thing. Go for it. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk, but now I'm going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we have Do another it. hour of all. <laughs> and then the baby. Just, just the. <laughs> Just the one thing that I'm okay, super okay, proud okay, of okay, myself okay, okay. for actually knowing something that happened and was oh, right yeah. by the end of what the What you book. figured oh, out. Yeah. Yes. Mrs. Mrs. Lestrange, uh-huh. who she actually was. Really? I knew she was the you mother. You knew of, that? Yeah, I, I had like, no idea. I said, Erin, she's got to be the mother of She knew uh, right away. Sleep. I was so mad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's why she wants to meet with her. That? And, yeah. Because yeah. there was like this, like, I'm going to die, or you're going to die. I was like, no, no, no. She actually meant to say that she overheard her wrong. Yeah. yeah she, the, wow. The I guess they really did leave you a trail thing. for that. But I mm. I had read the book before, Just and I was still like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> good catch. Yeah. Very good catch. You should strange. be. Gold yeah. star. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Game. Lauren is the champion. Of the- You've already won. And <laughs> a podcast. So it's obvious that we spend too much time together and we have too similar of ideas because my game, which took me forever to figure out. But what do old ladies love? Cats. N- Flowers? <laughs> so gossip. Gossip. Keep going. Oh, Wigs, gossip, babies. Gossip, gossip. Wigs. <laughs> Murder, oh, she wrote. That's, books. that's Old men. <laughs> young men. I was, like, I was like, Aaron's wrong. It's young men. Baking? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Telling people A good things shrimp parm. are wonderful. <laughs> Newspapers. <are> obituaries. <laughs> wonderful. That's These are all true. I, I can't argue it. Bingo. No. Oh, <laughs> bingo. So we're not doing bingo.
bingo, but it looks like bingo. Ooh, marble oh, bingo. bingo. <laughs> it's more of like marble tic-tac-toe like because Describe idiot, it, describe it because they can't see it. So this is a very small bingo card with marble at the top and numbers and you get a free space. Yes. So if so. I win, do I yell, Marple? <laughs> you certainly can if you want to. I will. He will. So we're going to go <laughs> round, I guess. Should we start from the right? There's not all the Definitely. numbers on there, though. That's it's weird. <laughs> oh, no. That's how bingo works. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't play bingo. So I got know. it. Look, uh, myfreebingocards.com. <laughs> we know you play bingo. I was like, it's not one through ten. It's like one and twelve and four. <laughs> So we'll start from the right, which will be with Josh, and you will choose a number. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I need a highlighter. Yeah, okay. So She's got highlighters for you. And I mark my free space. And mm-hmm. let's see. Uh, do you, I like no, pink. You'll get, you like pink? Okay. Like pink. You get blue, and so Zach gets orange. Yay. <laughs> so um, we'll start with Josh. You'll pick a number, and corresponding to that number will be a scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Which you will have to impersonate Miss Marble in this scenario. Okay. So it's already kind of happened <laughs> Yo. because you guys, you know, are that way. Sorry. And we all have the same ideas. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can never top whatever that was that happened a little I'm gonna bit earlier. I'm going to have to cut most of that. So. <laughs> what, was the, what was happening? I wasn't listening. I was drawing Do a Do you ever listen? <laughs> I don't understand why you can't listen and draw <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I did that. And then I looked at it and she was explaining the game and I was like, oh no. Which you probably don't even need it because you've won have, almost every podcast game we've ever had. I have to impersonate Miss Marple, Marple doing the scenario. In this situation. And it'll be based. And so if the rest of the group agrees that you nailed it when you make your impression, then you'll get that square. Oh, and then, of course, man. everyone else is going to try to block you. I'm, so it's kind of oh, like tic tac toe, not really. I'm going to totally fail just because of the pressure. <laughs> well, clearly, I know the most about Miss Marple pressure. to know how she would react in these situations. So. <laughs> yes, you've already been there. Been there, done that. All right, that so close. Josh, uh, use your strategy there and pick your first number. Okay. And I will give you your scenario. I'm going to go with uh, my mental age, which is eight. <laughs> All right. In this scenario... <laughs> I didn't laugh because I thought it was true. <laughs> <laughs> Bird. Wow. We need a sound effect. I wonder how that. hard it would be to cut out Whoosh. all of Lauren from the podcast <laughs> like she never existed. No, no. I will, you I will know boycott. You like it. <laughs> Even back to the old ones, just cut her out. <laughs> I'm over Erase here. her from the face just of her. Gone. I'm over here thrilled like, oh my gosh, it's everything I've ever wanted to say to him. Hey! <laughs> Guys. All right. You, you would say. You chose number eight. My mental age. Okay. In number eight, Miss Marble is asking Alexa to help her find her lost ball of yarn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Alexa! Please help me find my ball of yarn. I know I put it down over by the ashtray, but I she I don't smoke, but I made it over at Mrs. Parsnip's pottery party, which I made it, which reminds me of when my great uncle's third cousin's cat once stole a muffin from the top of the fridge, and we all knew he did it because he was expecting a child. <laughs> Okay. I found it. <laughs> okay, you're good. You're good. You're good. Thank you for go on. I'm going to start with the voting first. I'm going to give you one negative point because you actually called her Alexa. 
A true older person would have called her any other name. That's true. Laxative! (laughs) Google machine. Google! (laughs) I vote for entertainment. Okay. It's a maximum five. So you got one vote from Lauren. I'm going to give it to him. Thank you. All right, Zach. Thumbs up. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he is very mentally Both checked out. Are you, what were you drawing now? <laughs> I wasn't right. drawing anything. I was drawing a conclusion shot. Oh, oh. And it was. It was sure. Oh, oh. so you oh, get yeah, number eight. All right. I like the part about the cat. <laughs> Thank you. I worked hard on that. No. All right. So, uh, Zach, yes. would you? What did we do? We did eight. Okay. We sure did. And that was a Josh. All right. So Zach, pick a number. Well, I have to. Well, I don't have to because he's not going next. <laughs> so I won't. I'll pick two. Two? Mm-hmm. Do I have two? <laughs> Is there a two on there? Did you make that? You better not get two free spaces. <laughs> okay, number two oh, okay. is Miss Marple getting a haircut from Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Do you know who any of these people are? Who's Miss Marple? <laughs> so Sweeney Todd is the scissor hands guy. I was like, who's yeah. that's, the, that's the demon barber of, of Fleet Street. Street. Yes. Who killed people. There is a barber of Seville. Edward yeah. Different. Oh, okay. Kind of. Also played by Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what Sweeney taught in, in the musical he was just that he okay. would kill his customers and his wife turned them into pies. Okay. Like, so can I change it's this? It's kind of a joke thing. Can I, can I change sure. uh, this character into the Monty Python character? Who was a barber, but he was scared of cutting hair. <laughs> oh my gosh, you've seen that one? Yeah. I am so. He's allowed like, to change the scenario? Impressed. <laughs> Can I change it to him? Sure. <laughs> All right, dearie, you can start cutting my hair now. Oh, no, that's not you, dearie. Oh, I can't feel your fingers in my hair. I know it's not you. Get out of here! <laughs> I'm done. I give you a one. I give you Thank a you. score just because you knew about that skit, which is a it's yeah. hilarious. You, skit. you yeah. played the judge that on that one. Yeah, Aaron. No way. That sounds almost dirty. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little disturbed. I would be too, honestly. Lauren, it was good. Okay. I don't know why she wanted his fingers in her hair. <laughs> I was too. What are you going to feel? you got to feel their fingers in your hair so that when you're cutting it. She's but been alone for a long, long time. <laughs> and the, cons- and the but <laughs> She got locked in her house Touch for a while. my hair. But the fact that Zach ha- cannot keep an accent the same from beginning to end is somehow consistent in itself, so I'll give him the point. Yeah! Yeah! Time to draw another heart. I would feel bad denying anybody a point, honestly, with such a group of love and unitedness. So So there's hope for me yet? (laughs) Well, not you, but... Okay, Aaron, choose a square. Number three. You would! Number three! (laughs) You would! You're going down! (laughs) All right, so Miss Marple... Is ordering sushi for the first time. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh dearie, um, may I have the oh, this slimy-looking one? Uh, could you put that in some flour, maybe some cornmeal, and deep fry it? <laughs> no, man, this is sheets. <laughs> Even better, do, do chips come with that? I would love it with a spot of my tea. Go on, tut tut. <laughs> oh, I. I will vote for that one. 
I want to vote no because he's blocking me, but that honestly, You're allowed to do so that. That honestly felt written by yeah, a, a British woman, so I'll <laughs> give it to him. That was great. I got to give it to him. <laughs> so, Lauren, what's your vote? I had to ride home with him, so he's good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good job. All right, so that was Aaron. All right, so Lauren, pick a number. Oh, you drew a butterfly. <laughs> and still number listen one? to the whole conversation. She did. Because I'm number one. Okay. Who's drawing is more complex? <laughs> you are choosing number one because you are number one. Because I am number one. <laughs> okay. Miss Marble accidentally walking into the men's room. Oh, dear, you, my. I just was so aghast. I didn't know they did things standing up. <laughs> So I ran out while well, me it's dwaddling out. <laughs> I did catch a glimpse or two. Miss <laughs> <laughs> <Ms>. Marble. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Deary, I do know all, but I haven't seen some things in quite some time. Oh, God. <laughs> and isn't the hair thing was so <laughs> too far? <laughs> change the rating of this particular episode. Oh, I'm giving that one to you. <laughs> the rating system votes no, but I'll vote yes. Yeah. 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 Good I job. Good job, Lauren. You should encourage me. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, okay, Josh. Oh, you think boy. you can do any damage? Yes. No. Twelve. Ah. Twelve. Miss Marple... Talking herself out of a speeding ticket. Oh, officer. Oh, officer. Sorry. Oh, Inspector Slack. You remember me? Cut me a little slack, Inspector. You know I had to go get me hair did. And I just had to drive so many miles an hour in my horse and buggy. They did have cars at that point. But I was still in my horse and buggy. And whenever I give old Ernst, my donkey, a spot of liquor in the morning, he could go about 15 miles an hour. <laughs> I would not give me that one for anachronistic <laughs> yeah. moments. Um, I'm going to say no just for the slack joke. <laughs> Josh, Zach, I'm moment. sorry. I'll give it to me. Thank you. Josh, no, you don't get to vote. Um, I have to say no, just on the on the basis of you called it a horse and buggy when it was actually a donkey. Miss <laughs> Marple couldn't afford a horse. Aaron? I'm going to say yes because it was a horse and buggy and a donkey. <laughs> Same reason, different vote. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> yes, horse and buggy. It's tied. Oh, wow. You what do that we do? means? All right, so no. Me and Aaron have to fight to the death. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That means that Josh <laughs> has to do the alternate. What? Josh has to do the alternate since it tied. Oh no! Ready? Well, there's a tiebreaker. Miss Marple mm. in a rap battle with Poirot. Oh my god! <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> 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 down now! <laughs> what is up? <laughs> yes. What? My name is Miss Marble, and I got a lot of needs. I go to the village of Saint Mary Mead. I'm solving crimes like old ladies do, and don't you mess with my hairdo. I'm drinking tea at the Vicarage, and sometimes why did I pick Vicarage? It's hard to find rhymes when you're this old. Let's get it up, word. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I 
have to do him too? No, it doesn't no, matter. Zach has to do him. What? what? I can't. No, I can't. Josh Just give him the point. He wins. Okay. Yep. Oh, wait. I oh, man. That's an automatic win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Automatic Definitely. Win. Definitely. Definitely. Right. I, My favorite line is, why did I bicker it? Well, because as I said it, I'm like, what an idiot. Of all the words that have rhymes. What rhymes with bicker it? That's a good alternate. Good idea. Wow. I'm so glad I didn't get that. <laughs> I'm so bad at rapping. <laughs> you know, I've rapped a lot on this show for being as white as I am. <laughs> which is all of the white you can be. I think that the thing of rapping as an old white lady really lended. I did. Whenever I summed up the story, I did do, I began to do Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I said, this is a story. Oh, what did I say? Dang it. This is a story all about how a British village got twist turned upside down. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> but oh, you wow. went for original. Lyrics, but I so. forgot about that until I was halfway through and oh. said Vicarage. Well, yes, you deserve that win. You don't. You're like the least winning person on the podcast. I think on just Earth, on planet Earth. <laughs> I think just because you're not in a lot of the games. I rarely but, win. Yes. yes. So yeah, we're gonna give you that one. But everyone did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody did a good job on this podcast uh, in general. Uh, I won't call anybody out for. What happened at the beginning? Hey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he means me for calling him out on his uh, mass interpretation. No, I meant Phyllis, but I forgot about that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to never to never say uh, untrue things about. No one has ever used a highlighter so loudly. <laughs> it's running out of ink, and I have to draw all the hearts. I feel like this. You use mine. This podcast is my therapy my session. I have to stop interrupting you. Stop lying about you. It was a misunderstanding. It's, it's making just, you a better person. <laughs> when I was listening Thank to it, I couldn't so believe much. how much annoyance that you had for for a scenario that didn't exist. The thing is, whenever I'm whenever I'm told that I need to do something and I don't know the answer, like, oh, give me one criticism of this, and I, I don't have it. Or give me one positive thing about this, I don't have it. The key it, is, it's make something up this? in confidence, <laughs> and you'll only get called out later, and in, for the whole world you to listen. You had a lot of confidence, yeah, but, but uh, His strategy is always something about Indiana Jones. <laughs> and rap to cover it up later so everyone I have to. I have to admit, that was a pretty safe bet for you It to sounds do. like something you would do. Maybe yes, that's what I'm thinking. But feeling. I actually never have. I'm so confusing you with all my other writer friends. <laughs> well, maybe you should now. Maybe it's something I do, and I, I you see your own sins in everybody so. else. No, I don't think so. But you're right about that. But not, I don't think in this you case. You did do an so. Indiana Jones character in the one I read. It must have just oh, been. But that was been yeah. the only So as far time. as all the books I've read, you've always had an Indiana Jones. Stop being so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> we really enjoyed having Lauren and Aaron on this podcast. Yay! Thank you for having us. It was, it was nice being back. We <laughs> hope you come back real soon for uh, another book. Since you're you're reading up all on all of them, we'd love to. Still my favorites. So, I don't care who's listening. Next time, we will be reading The Sitterford Mystery. Oh, really? <laughs> you don't like that Spoilers. One? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. I just have an issue with the title. It isn't a very good title. And, and the alternative title is no matter. Murder Hazelmore or Hazelmore. Hazelmore. Yeah, we, that should be the goal of us or in the next episode to think of an alternate title to the book that's better than that one. Yes, I agree. And is that uh, well? We're I think we're gonna have a bonus episode. I won't tell you what that's about. We're gonna have a bonus episode next, hopefully. And I think we'll have something very special coming up in the Sinister Mystery. A surprise. Definitely hope for very special. And if it's not special, 
Blame. We'll make Zach rap. <laughs> I'm gonna be sick next time. He's gonna drop some sick beats. <laughs> I can drop beats. I can't drop rhymes. Yeah, well, I can't bust a rhyme. I couldn't even do it near at the end. <laughs> and Miss Marble just wants to clarify the things that I got to see that I haven't seen in quite some time was just the urinals. <laughs> We're definitely putting you in a home, Jane. 